and welcome to another episode of Kovira Insights where we talk to uh, leading industry experts and learn on how to manage our wealth better. Um, today we have Raghav from Axis Mutual Fund. He has 25 years of experience in financial industry, driving sales and distribution. Uh, he's joined uh, Axis in 2019 as a president and chief business officer responsible for retail and institutional sales, investment services and digital and marketing. Prior to joining Axis, uh, Raghav ran uh, the India Bulls AMC as their CEO. And prior to that, he's worked with ICICI, Tata, JF, AMC, and DSP. So, of course, very rich experience in the mutual fund industry. has probably seen the industry evolve in the last 25 years to become what it is today. So look forward to this really interesting conversation. Uh, thanks for uh, joining Thank us you. today, Raghav. Thank you very much for having me on the show. I think... Uh... Yeah, 25 years feels like a very long time, but uh, you know, I, I, I must start this conversation by just telling you an interesting anecdote. Uh, sure, I please. Know if you're aware, there is this uh, new industry initiative which is starting, which is started off called MF Central. Uh, so essentially, customer can go in and look at his or her data. I mean, on mutual funds. Right. Uh, you know, I had put some thousand rupees in a mutual fund uh, very, very long time. This is not thousand, about ten thousand as a SIP, and then. Those days you had to give post-dated checks, right? There were no there were no UPIs and stuff like that. So I gave the first year checks and then I promptly forgot about it. Because obviously I started traveling and my bosses kicked me around all over the country. And the one thing that you tend to forget to do is give the new set of checks. Now, while I was going through that, so that 12,000 invested value, Gaurav, it's not in a great performing fund. It's not like one of those really top-of-the-line funds. But today I was quite zapped. I mean, that value is almost about... so that. It's almost about 2.3 lakh rupees. Fantastic. Yeah. And uh, it's just because I forgot about it, you know, uh, in the sense that because I was so busy doing my stuff and frankly, if I... And you let it compound. That's what happened, right? You gave it time. Whether you consciously did it or not, that's, a, no, no, I, that's I, the I anecdote. That I, yeah. I completely unconsciously did it because I didn't even know it existed. I mean, it was 1,000 rupees put every month. In fact, it was not some large amount of money which you tend to you know, sort of keep monitoring because this sort of went out of the pocket. And uh, so in some sense, Gaurav, that is the sum and substance of my experience. I mean, that uh, if you give a good, uh, if you give a good, if you give an investment a decent amount of time and in the in the situation where we are in today, where, you know, of course, we have COVID, we have climate change, we have all kinds of crazy things happening. But uh, typically equities and good companies and, you know, good companies will give you decent returns. And if you're able to capture that over a period of time without getting worried about, uh, what the federal governor is saying or what the finance minister is saying or what that stuff. I think uh, you'll be far better off. And uh, uh, no, hence that I was very, very happy when you asked us to do this because I think your you people reach out to so many investors. It's it's actually quite amazing. So, I mean, that's that's the, so, so I think what Raghav just said, that's the first rule, right? Invest right and sit tight. Sit tight is the hard part. But he did it for a very long period of time, and the fund value has grown close to 20 acts. Uh, that's that's really good to know uh, for people also who kind of, you know, it's always good to have these examples where people have done, you know, 10x, 20x over, over long periods of time. So um, let, let's start with, you know, you kind of briefly uh, mentioned COVID and climate change and so on and so forth. And now there's, uh, you know... Um, again, questions on Fed tapering and taper tantrum and so on and so forth. What's the current market outlook like? And um, what would be your you know, top two or three pieces of advice for a retail investor What that you have learned in your 25-year journey? 
So I think in terms of current markets, uh, if you go back to the early 80s, Gaurav, the Sensex used to be like 129. And I'm talking Sensex, not Nifty. Right. Uh, today it's whatever, 57, 58,000. And every time it hits a certain uh, milestone, if I may use the term, you know, 10,000, 20,000. These are all milestones in people's mind, right? And I A large round number is a milestone. Large I understand exactly what you're saying. A, a large 60, round number is a milestone. 60,000 is a milestone. Nothing, I mean, I, so my, 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 so I said you have to one uh, invest equity has to be a fundamental part of your investment right there are two ways to do this there's obviously one way that you go and do a fair amount of research yourself you understand companies you go and you know and there's a lot of information available today and there's a lot of knowledge in the open era, which was not there when I started my career 25 years back. Like in there, if you wanted to be a good fund manager or you wanted to be a good money manager, you had to sit in Bombay because Bombay had locational advantages. All the corporates were here, the banks were here, the research analysts were here. Frankly, that's not that doesn't exist today. You could be sitting in uh, any place in the world today, frankly, not even in any of our top metros, and you could be doing a much better job of managing your money. Having said that... Uh, you might maybe, actually have less noise there, you know? Less noise there, yes. Uh, having said that, there are people like me who say, yeah, I'm not great at managing my own money. I'd rather give it to somebody and let him or her manage it for me. And obviously there, I like to see a certain process. Fortunately, again, uh, the regulator has been super, super proactive as far as the mutual fund industry is concerned. So today, everything right from uh, portfolios to daily NAVs to redemptions, everything is crystallized, standardized, and more importantly, followed to the T. So you've got a great first industry, uh, which is cost effective now, because as and when the fund sizes go up, automatically the costs come down, which was not the case earlier. Not great for asset management companies, obviously, because our PNL goes off a little bit, but it is an aspiration for us to obviously keep growing. And obviously, my belief is that if the investor who's the ultimate customer makes money and he has a good experience, automatically all of us will go and vice versa, right? So from a market perspective, you've got a lot of clouds in the horizon. We've seen that there is a, you know, one of the reasons uh, this this market moved so rapidly up is uh, two things. Actually, the big reason is, of course, that India came out of COVID very, very fast, uh, right? Uh, compared to many parts of the world, which are yet going through third wave and fourth wave and stuff like that. And I think that is for two reasons. One is, I think, as a nation, we are very, very jugadu. We are used to a frugal mindset. So whenever things get tough, actually, we get much better. In fact, I think as a country, we tend to do badly when we have got excess of some. Uh, that's my personal view. So we managed to get this whole, uh, our, our, our entire ecosystem changed. We adapted to work from home. We got our shots done. Uh, we were we are very disciplined. Even today, if you go out into markets, uh, at least in Bombay where I stay, people are wearing masks. Uh, you know, hotels are insisting on masks. So that's a very big difference from what's happening internationally where there's yet this whole freedom of choice and it's my life and my life and stuff like that. And people don't really are not really worried about, uh, I mean, free, personal expression is much more important than collective responsibility. There. So I think the thing is that, yeah, you got this Omnicom virus, which looks like a villain out of the Transformers journey. I don't know if Gaurav, maybe you've seen the old Transformers series, but if you go back and... I have, the, I have. I mean, yeah. So, so when I heard, when I saw this name, I said, this is straight out of Transformers 4. You know, this guy looks like a straight villain. <laughs> now, the jury is out. Uh, we don't know whether yep. it's spreading, not spreading. And I don't want to go down that road. I can only say that we've got a lot of vaccinations now. Uh, we seem to be taking the right steps. And there will be certain, and governments will, as usual, overreact a bit because they want safety. So at best, you could see a bit of a blip in terms of uh, 
movement in case and that obviously will lead to a blip in terms of profits right at worst i don't see things going crazy that we go back to the march 2020 kind of a shutdown so you may have pockets of stuff happening people will insist on a more couple of things like now today if you want to come back into bombay from anywhere outside maharashtra you have to have an rt pcr again so all that stuff is going to happen but is it going to fundamentally make our gdp go down by minus 10% no The, the second thing of course is that uh, global liquidity which is largely a creation of various central banks and the largest being the federal reserve in the us is now talking of actually because now they are really worried about inflation in the us so obviously they also want to come back and curtail liquidity now india is a growth market i mean everybody knows that so there are some people who obviously borrow and invest like many of us do sometimes and they are smart people so the people who are borrowing to invest may be taking out some money because they could have a situation where rates are going to go up and they feel that the money that they will make after borrowing will be possibly less is not worth the effort but if you ask me people like let's say me and maybe many of your viewers are just you know buy and hold investors we are those 20 year investors for us we should use those guys exiting as an opportunity for us to get i'll only put all this advice into a small circle and say if you are you know there is something called a total equity allocation you should have i mean there are various theories to it 100 minus your age etc etc largely these are things that are best done in consultation with some expert because every individual is different but if your equity allocation is less or you think it can go up a little more time to use this volatility in the market make volatility your friend and sort of land up putting some more if your equity allocation is anyway great and you feel that you are comfortable in you're getting good sleep in the night you don't give a damn whether the markets are down 1000 points or up 500 points you have a certain goal in your mind and you want to achieve that i think just hold on yeah and i think let the uh, let your let your investi companies do their job and make money for you that's important so uh, let's talk about equity right and uh, i think you guys have a very good process driven large cap mid cap and small cap fund and now there's multi cap and flexi cap yes. how does an investor you know actually large cap mid cap small cap is very well defined uh, i mean the sebi has a, has this categorization that works really well in defining what's a large cap what's a mid cap there's no ambiguity there right so But how do you how does how does an investor think about multi cap and flexi cap what is a multi cap fund what is a flexi cap fund what are some of the differences what are what are some of the advantages of either and then we can kind of you know do a bit more of a deep dive and how to think about these specific fund categories so i think uh, fundamentally as you rightly said gorov there is large cap mid cap small cap uh, these definitions are companies which have large cap are companies which have a market cap of more than 10000 30000 crores Uh, mid cap are companies which have a market cap of 10 to 30000 crores and small cap are companies around 10000 and below so as you can make out this is uh, broadly covers the entire spectrum of companies available for investment in india this is a uh, regulation this is not uh, access mutual fund definition this is the industry definition correct now coming to flexi cap and multi cap ultimately the job of uh, the mandate in the line is the same in the sense that in the flexi cap fund you have given the mandate to the fund manager to do whatever he wants he or she wants he can put money into either large mid small in whatever percentages they need in multi cap it's a little different there's a new category which got you know which sebi came up with uh, recently saying that you have to have a minimum of 25 in large minimum of 25 in mid and minimum of 25 in small no overseas exposure it has to be all indian domestic equities and the balance 25% and i have covered 75 is something that you can do at your discretion you can choose to put it in multi in large mid or small that's your call and uh, 
So broadly, this so if you look at the similarity, flexi and multi, both can invest across the market cap spectrum. But flexi does not have this 25, 25, 25 limit. He can he can go and put 100% into large cap, for example. Now you know uh, typically uh, when when you to create wealth, everybody knows that it's the easiest. I mean, it's the easiest thing to talk, but most difficult thing to do is to try and catch a company when it's small and then ride it. We invest in it right through. its lifetime journey and hopefully a small cap company will become a mid cap company or and then a large cap company so typically in the multi cap fund the biggest advantage got of is that you can see a company right through its life cycle because i will buy it in the small cap let's say it does really well i'll go into mid cap and then if it does really well from there it goes into large cap very few companies have made this right i mean completely i mean we did a study over the last 10 years we found that uh, Hardly eight companies in the small cap space actually transited. Sorry, not eight. Hardly three companies transited from small cap all the way to large cap. Right. In fact, most companies actually transited downwards. Like in the hundred companies that we looked in the large cap space, actually there are only sixty-one who are large cap, and actually thirty-nine have gone into mid cap or have in fact vanished altogether. So that's the that's the negative side of stock markets. It's not like a you have to get invested in the right company. Very few companies make value for you. A lot more actually destroyed value. So coming back to flexi, most most fund managers will have a more of a large cap plus bias because a flexi cap, as its name, is largely meant for investors who are recently coming into markets. So somebody asked me today, Raghav, I'm coming to mutual funds, equities for the first time. Where should I put? I will naturally tell him, boss, get into a large cap fund. Flexi cap is actually one level just above that, and multi cap is above flexi. In that sense, so obviously, in two things, I think if the big difference again between flexi multi is also timeline. So, if you want to say multi, hmm. I would say yeah, you need to have at least a three-year, four-year plus kind of an investment horizon. This is not a trading-oriented fund. Flexi cap, you can even come in if you have a very positive view on markets, and since it's largely large cap dominated, or if you can even come in for slightly smaller periods. So, I think both categories are important. Both categories are large. In fact, flexi cap has uh, between flexi and large cap, they are the two largest. Categories in the equity space. My my sense is that multi cap being a new category uh, will also emerge in the next two three years as a very very large category. More as a fillet charted forget it investment for lazy investors like me. I'll just put it in and forget about it. I will look at it after five ten years.